What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. If you can't be great at hockey, it's like, don't bother. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Hit Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back, and we have survived 2020. We are in 2021 now. Exciting times here. Uh, um, we are currently in the midst of the Quiet Question of the Year voting, so that should conclude, uh, we'll say, on Sunday. So you got a few more days, and then we'll have we'll, the winner on and announce um, you know who the winner is, have him or her on, and um, you know, really pass the torch on the quiet questions here. So, uh, right that's voting now, through Sunday, January 10th, for those of you who aren't listening to these uh, in real time. That's a good point. Yeah, if you're listening in the backlog, then uh, you're probably out of luck. So, Sunday, January 10th, uh, we'll say 11:59 p.m. January 10th, Central Time. Central Time. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, so right now, uh, Michael F and 28 underscore 8 KBPS tweets are in the lead, but I would not say it's really insurmountable one way or another. Uh, you can vote once per hour. And while I mean, I don't necessarily encourage like stuffing the ballot box and getting voting bots, I don't necessarily discourage it either. So if you got to cheat to win, I mean, I'm not going to really go in and verify these votes is what I'm saying. So um, you didn't hear it from me, but get on it and try to break some voting records here. So with that, let's move on. Uh, we had a, a lot to talk about right at the end of the year there. We got Steve Brill on. He talked about the new show, but we have really not talked about the – I guess it's not really a trailer, according to Steve Brill. It's just like a video that they did for Investor Day that got out on the internet. Uh, but I, I'm going to call it a trailer. And a lot to go on here. So if you missed it, I'm going to play the trailer now for you guys. And then we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Are we ducks or what? When you tell somebody you're working on the Mighty Ducks reboot, it needs no further introduction. We're going to make a lot of people really happy. The Ducks are a powerhouse organization. The record 10 state championships. A little different than the Ducks of the 90s. Sunscreen, sunscreen. You know we play indoors, right? Scrimmage, now let's go. I got to cut you. If you can't be great at hockey, it's like, don't bother. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports for fun? Stephanie, you brought two private trainers to your kids' hockey practice. I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. <sighs> okay. Let's start our own team. I want you to think about all the other kids who've been told that they're too small or too slow. We need a meaning good. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. I have 24 hours to find a coach. You lost? So you're looking at red skates, that's up front. My mom doesn't seem to care for any good or not. I don't think the other kids care either. Yeah, you know who else doesn't care? This guy. Wait, which guy? 
This guy? Gotta be more specific. How are, how are you not getting this? You gotta make this happen for yourself. Let's do this! Why do you care so much? Because you care. It's not over yet. There we go. Uh, you guys, I mean, I'm sure everyone listening has already seen it now, but uh, just a refresher uh, for you guys. So, yeah. So, Emilio comes out, talks about, you know, we're going to make a lot of people very happy. And then we really get into the 1992 to 2021. First thing that pops up, new Ducks logo. Your thoughts on the new Ducks logo? I'm going to defer to Kevin, who is a professional designer. Oh, good point. Uh- I, I haven't really looked at it too in depth. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, I, I mean, I, I like it. I, I almost wish, like, I, I like the nostalgic aspect of it. Like, it is obviously, you know, pretty close to that D2 logo. Um, I kind of almost wish it had been, like, a total redo, like like a complete update. Mm. Um I, but I, I get like the nostalgic nostalgic aspect and I get why they wanted to do that. I just kind of, I'm left wanting a little bit more um, kind of reimagining of it. Hmm. That's, um, that's a good take. Um, so we do know in our talk with Braille, like, I guess they could not use like the full, like old one introduced in D2, you know, um, even though there's no rule of switching uniforms in the middle of the game, there are rules about copyright. Um, and so this does a good job of really giving us that, that callback. And, you know, one could also think if we're kind of looking at the lore of Ducks, like maybe the Eden Hall has adopted the, uh, the, the, quote, the quote unquote new Ducks logo. And so District 5, which turned into the Ducks, needed a new logo anyway. And so maybe this is the reimagining. Because if you think back to like the 1992 logo, it is like, it's cartoony, whatever. Um, and so, Kevin, if you were to kind of create an, a logo that was a little bit more modern, what would you do to this? Or what's like an aspect you would want to, to see included? Um, I don't know. Again, I haven't really like delved too deeply into this, but I, I feel like and again, I get why this is, but it kind of just looks like an angry, like Donald Duck to me, mm-hmm. um, like a sinister Donald Duck, which I would watch that series. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it kind of needed to go away from like the mask uh, aspect of it. Um, I, I almost, I almost also kind of wish they had, if they're going to play off of anything, it was the original Ducks logo instead of this one. Um, yeah. Again, I get why, because this is the more kind of recognized one. Um, or maybe figure out a way to incorporate the two somehow. I don't know really how you can make that work. But um, I like, I, I, I more or less like what they did with the type um, and the kind of the updated hockey sticks as well. I just, I don't know. I, I just wish, I just wish we'd seen a bit more of an evolution. Um, again, I don't really know what that looks like, but. Uh, I wonder, um, and obviously we haven't seen this, but if you're making like, if you're in the Ducks universe, 
and you're kind of designing new logos, you want callbacks to the old logos, whether it be like you've got like a 1992 somewhere on there mm-hmm. or something or like initials of someone if you had like Hans's initials or Gordon Bombay, whatever. Um, so I wonder if maybe there is a callback and uh, I wonder if we will see the original logo somewhere. I imagine we're going to see it hanging in Gordon's you know, office, whatever. Um, but I, I think we'd have to kind of see a little bit more of like the, the full jerseys. Um, but I like it. You know, it does it looks sinister, which is like the point, I guess, like, Hey, they're now like the elite team there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as Brill said, he was trying to just use the old uh, logo. So I think he was just trying to make it as close to the logo without violating copyright or, or whatever. So um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, you got the mass and the hockey sticks, which is fine. The only thing I don't really like is like the half teal, half purple, sort of outline and this might just be because it's on center ice i'm looking at the center ice logo right now um so we'll see how it plays out from there um but moving beyond that obviously you have the podcast kid and then uh it looks like he has a partner that girl with the glasses um and then you know the the main kid i believe his name is evan played by brady noon uh, it seems like he's on the Ducks gets cut. I'm just I'm curious to see how he if they explain like how he made the team since this is supposed to be an elite team and he looks just terrible. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, you have the again the podcast guys, a little brother. They're gonna start their own team, and then she says she has 24 hours to find a coach. I guess this is because the league is starting, or do we have any like uh, theories about how this whole thing comes together? It would make sense. He probably gets cut on the last day of roster cuts because maybe there was like an open tryout and he like almost makes it. Um, he gets cut. Um, and I guess maybe it's like he lives in the Ducks boundary, so he can't go play for another team hmm. unless there was another team or something like that. So that's my guess. Um, well, I will say to that point, Tommy, I do think it brings up an interesting point about the boundary discussion and whether that's still alive and well in this era, because I mean, you can't just go create another boundary with 24 hours to go. That would be, I mean, why wouldn't you draw it and get some like ringers in there? You know what I mean? Like if you have the power to do that, like unless they're kind of kind of putting like a free agent league or Mm -hmm. a free agent district where it's like the kids that don't make the teams from any district can join this team. And maybe that's the case. It's just, I, I, there, there was so much made of the, the districting and everything in, in the first one that I, I think that's an interesting point to bring up. Yeah. So I'm, we did. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're going to uh, go ahead, Mike, but I was going to say like, I'm sure they'll have some kind of explanation. Yeah, I, I was just going to say in our initial sort of districting and trying to figure out the district lines for every district, we did theorize that there was one team that was just made up of uh, like sort of, Castoffs who didn't have a district just because the map did not um, match up with the, how many teams were in the league. So it is possible. Um, yeah, I don't. I would hope they have some sort of explanation about the like living quarters, but I am not as confident as you. Well, they could also do something where it's like, hey, I live in this district. They said I'm not good enough to play for the team, but I want to play hockey. And they might say, okay, then that's like, if you're not good enough for your home district, maybe you can go to another one. But I was going to say, there's one line, Lauren Graham's like, why can't kids just play for fun? It's like, well, then join a different league. You know, (laughs) this is Minnesota hockey. There's not one league in the state. Um, But I guess that's for a conversation uh, for another day, potentially. 
Yeah, I, yeah. And I, I was just going to say, do you think the teams that are in, in this league already, like, do you think they welcome this because they get, like, a tune-up game? Like, do you think they welcome an addition of another team or they don't? It's like the expansion team. Like, yeah, you want to whoop up on, like, mm-hmm. the Jaguars the first year. But the next year, Jaguars yeah. are going to the AFC title game. Yeah. So did the Panthers too, right? Yeah, that was a very weird thing. The <laughs> Texans did not do that well when they uh, <laughs> no, they did not. When they first came in. But anywho, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's, like, there's got to be some weird, like, bylaw thing that they um, – maybe Hans dropped their, like, Lauren Graham a note or something. Yeah, and I would think – that's like an easy way to show sportsmanship too, to be like, Oh yeah, you can have your own team of all terrible kids that and didn't just beat the shit out of them. Well, like yeah. in little giants, there's just like, we're going to have two teams and like, then we'll have a playoff. And, and Ed O'Neill's team was just like, we're going to kick the shit out of you. And spoiler alert, they did not. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so moving on, we go, we see Bombay. Bombay is working in the ice palace. We see that briefly. Um, and then he comes out of the fog behind the the Zamboni. I guess this ice palace, like we're, I guess, are we thinking this is like replacing Hans's sport shop? Do you think we'll see Hans's sport shop in the series at all? I, I, I would guess it's probably like a reincarnation of it. Like maybe Hans's skate shop shut down a while ago and then it, he like brought it back, but I don't know, obviously wasn't going to name it Hans's sport shop. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it is like the same building. I think it would be a that would be a nice callback. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Do we have any? Did we talk with Brill? I don't think we saw. We had any sort of insight into what the story is behind Bombay at this point. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we know too much about that. No, and that's I think um, one of the mysteries. Like, what happened to Bombay between you know Eden Hall and now? You know, you've got. 20 plus years what's he been doing i'm again it's like oh i was a scouting director for team usa and now i like i retired here something like that he's clearly still involved in hockey though if she finds him at the ice palace yeah and he was like a hot shot lawyer you would figure he could fall back on his law career but you know maybe he got back into alcohol or something all things to be revealed here uh, how did we feel about the whole this guy gag I, I felt like that was the weakest part Wait, of the trailer. On. Wait, sorry. Can I can I go back before I, before sure. I lose this thought? I feel like um, there's going to be a, a kind of a parallel, maybe a little bit between Bombay and um, I'm not going to be able to recall his name, but the uh, I guess he was the custodian in Rudy, where it's like, oh yeah, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't watch football anymore. You know, I, I don't care about the game, but he stays close enough to the game where it's still like, you know, it still has a pull on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe you might see some parallels between that that kind of character. I wonder if they're going to do like a Bombay was a duck. Oh, the... that'd be a good that'd be a good move. Uh, I don't think it would actually because it'd be like these kids on the internet. You know, they Google their coach <laughs> first thing. They uh, <laughs> well, I, so maybe it's like look. Maybe they like look up who's our new coach and yeah. they find that out and they find out he like formed the Ducks. And they're not pissed about it, but then they can kind of learn about it. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. And the whole Rudy thing, of course, if you haven't seen it, the janitor said, like, I've never seen a game from the stands. It's because he was, like, a player, but he quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he regretted it, like, ever since. And then he claps at the end. Very touching moment. I still, the, still an iconic clap. Not for a good reason. Just a Yeah, he, like, clap. misses his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to find a gif of it and put it in the show notes or just a YouTube video of it. 
um yeah so we go we have the guest this guy thing about uh you know nobody really cares that we're not winning and then bombay is like you know who else doesn't care this guy and then the guy doesn't know the kid doesn't know who he's talking about Thought that was the weakest part of the trailer but i'm willing to give a pass to it um and then we see you know you got a little clips of bombay sort of diving into his coaching and then lauren graham about you care we're getting some uh i was getting some bombay miss mckay vibes uh my question is like can they really get together though if there's gonna be a season two season three like how long can they drag this sort of romance out well um one thing that brule said in his interview with us is they said they had like a quick peck like a quick kiss i'm guessing it was bombay and Lauren Graham, or like two of the kids who like kiss each other. Um, my my guess is they don't get together at the end because like you're right. Maybe it's kind of like you got to figure out for season two yeah. the kind of the question of it. Will they you know get together? Won't they? And I guess we also every, don't know. Like, every show of all time always has a will they won't they. Like every successful show at least. So yeah. like I'm I'm sure there will be some some sparks or some indications of a possibility down the line. And we don't know, maybe Bombay married Miss McKay. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, I think it's it, obviously like that's going to be a storyline. The question is just how long can they drag it out before uh, if something happens? That was a good point though. Brill said because of COVID, they really, they didn't really have as much hugging as they wanted and they just wrote one small kiss into it. So, uh, it so will season be two is going to be pretty hot and heavy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, any other sort of impressions you guys took from the trailer here? So I've uh, recently, I, I've, I'm like one and a half episodes in, but uh, I've started season three of Cobra Kai. Um, and there, you know, there have been a, a few people that have mentioned that kind of connections between this and Cobra Kai and like, and kind of the, the reboots like this. Um, and I, I think there's a very distinct um, Disney heartfelt feel to the trailer versus like Cobra Kai, which still has its like hard edge to it. Um, so that that was kind of one thing that stuck out about me. I just after just watching it again just now, I was like, okay, you can kind of feel like the Disney cheese on in, in as a part of this, um, which is totally understandable. But um, I I just think it's it it was a very stark contrast between the two, and and it's just because it's fresh on my mind, but. Yeah, Cobra Kai really takes it in a whole new direction, and there's just some sort of, like, it's in the background at all times, you know, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny and all that, but the storyline is really about, like, the kids, and yeah, Mighty Ducks, obviously, you're going to have a similar, at least at the beginning, you're going to have a similar sort of exact same stories as what you had in D1, where you have a, a group of ragtag kids fighting the evil monster which didn't necessarily happen in cobra kai it was a little different um so if you haven't watched cobra kai go watch it because it's awesome yes i recommend it i have not not watched it i need to watch that and um what's the 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 show brill said we had to watch oh letter kenny i started watching letter kenny uh on season two i think what what streaming service what streaming service hulu Hulu. okay it's on hulu yes so it's on hulu um, if you played hockey, especially if you played hockey with Canadians, I think you'll enjoy it more just because 
Uh, there's two characters who are the hockey players in the town. I guess and, I guess Tommy and I still have time to join a Canadian hockey league. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Still time to dream. Um, but yeah, the the hockey players use all kinds of like the slang and everything that it really took me back to so, the playing days. So my my favorite, uh, aside from the Mighty Ducks franchise, of course, um, my favorite most recent hockey movie was Goon. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it on that same level, or is it more more comedy? I mean, the hockey players are a small part of the show. They're not the okay. main characters in the show. Um, they're they're definitely, um, you know, they're just basically the t- like comedic moments. There's not really a lot of like um, developing for them. They're just like uh, kind of like dumb hockey player stereotypes, but they're funny. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend Letterkenny. Recommend Cobra Kai. I've not seen season three yet of Cobra Kai though. Um, Anything, Tommy, anything else on this trailer um, that you wanted to uh, bring up or talk about? You know, and so this was just a teaser trailer. Um, and it was also apparently leaked when it wasn't supposed to, but I guess everyone just said, fuck it, you know, whatever, it's out there. Um, and so you got to think there's some stuff in there. Well, maybe they, they wanted to add some things, but we're going to see more trailers. Um, and so, and they were, when we talked to Brill, they were still like in the editing process, right? Um, and so we're going to learn more. Um, and you got to wonder how much are they going to um, release? Because um, we all have these same questions. Like, are they going to release like a Bombay trailer in the sense of like learn more about him or whatever? Um, I also think they might not need to release a lot because I think enough people would see this and be like, oh, let's see where they go with it. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested to watch it. Um, and did we confirm that it's going to be like a once a week kind of thing, similar to Mandalorian? We did not. I can ask and see. Uh, I know he said originally that was the plan, that it was right. going to be released. But... Yeah, but I don't and know. Then, and I mean, that would follow what Disney's done so far. So I can't yeah. imagine. And obviously we, we can wait. It. We don't, I'm, I'm sure we'll, um, um, we'll get some more interviews with people over the next couple of months. Um, and if not, we'll just go to Steve Brill and say, hey, make Emilio pick up the phone or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, I, I have to reach back out to him regarding Emilio. So let's, I'll, I'll try to lock that down because we only got like two, three months here until it drops on Disney+. Plus. So time is ticking. Um, I imagine in two and a half months they will, like two, three weeks beforehand is when we'll start seeing some press about it. And um, we'll, we'll circle back. Um, we, we've got our way. So to the loyal quackalites there will be um i'm gonna guarantee that we're gonna get some interviews ahead of this thing oh wow it puts a lot of pressure on me but uh we'll we'll figure out a way to get it done there um so uh, after watching this on a scale of one to ten like what's your excitement about the series here I'm, i'll i'll say i'll say ten because i mean it just it looks really good and it looks like it's like it's very well done, and as Brill said, like they they spared no expense with it. Um, they shot it, you know, theatrically. Um, so I I think it just looks really good. It looks like the casting was done really well there, and you can kind of like see where the the callbacks are going to come from. Um, so yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, man, this looks really good. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped about it. 
one thing to think about Steve Brill and his um his filmmakers. He makes fun movies, and this looks like a lot of fun. And so I, I agree with Kevin. Like I'm at a ten. I'm really excited for this. Um, I, I think we're gonna have to do like Kevin, Mike, and I. We're gonna we're gonna have like some coordinated viewings because um unfortunately I'm not sure what the pandemic's gonna look like. But I'm I'm about as excited about this as I have for anything. You know I'm you know think about like a piece of media that you've been really excited about um what is it maybe like avengers endgame you know dark knight um seventh harry potter it's like this is like kind of like up there for i think our our fan base it's like this is this is gonna be uh something that we're all excited for but at the same time you don't want to build it up too much and just kind of remember like i said steven brill he makes really fun movies um you want to be in the right mindset when you're watching it um otherwise you're going to ruin it for yourself yeah and I think Brill said he tried to make it like the old movies, which were not, you know, super epic, crazy things, but they were fun, like Tommy said. So I, I agree. I'm at a 10 here. I think it's going to be fun. My only worry is the cheese factor, like Kevin said, but the cheese factor also makes the Mighty Ducks films fun. Like there's a lot, we got, we have gotten a lot of mileage out of, the cheese factor in those films so i think they will be right at home there i'm excited to break it down well one thing i'm really interested in and, and this will probably be a topic later on is um the the child actors i think mighty ducks one all the the kids were just really good and they were realistic if when you get disney super involved nowadays you kind of wonder are these kids going to be kids you know um in the sense where you know you've got you know, the the pranks they're pulling in like D1 where they got the can of beans, whatever, and the guy steals off with the purse and they're, they're looking at like the swimsuit issues. It's like, that probably wouldn't fly today, right? Right. And so you got to wonder, are these kids going to be realistic? Because I, lo- I love those District 5 kids. And, you know, if you think about all of them, they're all kind of cut from the same cloth, but they've got personalities. And, you know, Goldberg is hysterical, Laverman. So are we going to have that here? So that's something I'm a little bit, I don't want to say I'm like, I'm worried about it. Um, but I think that could be something that really makes um, the show, like put it up in, into a higher tier if you got like this, if you have realistic kids in it. That's a good point too, because you would figure the kids now, like we know some of these kids, like Brady Noon, who's the main character, he's had acting roles before. Um, Luke Islam was on America's Got Talent. I think they're more refined than the original Mighty Ducks kids were, where it was just like an open casting call. Nobody really knew anything about it. Uh, So obviously that could be good because, you know, they're better actors and actresses, but it also could be like a little less fun, I guess, because they are more refined and more sort of professional. Uh, So maybe we don't get as much just hijinks that end up making it on screen. A lot to think about. Um, Kevin, anything else here before uh, we close up? I don't think we can do the quiet question because we have not made named quiet question of the year winner. So uh, we're going no quiet question. Also, four today, days but... into the year, the quack lights have been slacking. Uh, no quack question. <laughs> yeah. Although, so... I, although I do want to give a quick shout out to um, to at m underscore parent on Twitter, uh, who finally realized he says. Guys, I just figured out Quackalite is a play on the word acolyte. Very smart. So there you go. Yeah, him out. Uh, We're finally figuring that out. <laughs> Duck call to M underscore parent. <laughs>
Uh, and with that, remember, oh, I almost uh, got rid of, uh, I, I didn't do our, our ending thing. Um, thanks to our producers, our executive producers, Elsie Barnett and Alex Ibarra, our other producers, Deborah Chen, Jeremiah Bershey, Adam Ferry, Joyce Ng, Jared Beasley, Lisa Wolbig, Anthony Giafri. If you want to join them, get your name mentioned on the show. There's a link in the show notes to donate. You can donate there. It helps the show a lot. Uh, it's really the only way for us to, you know, keep it going. So we appreciate so we it a lot. we sell our script for the, uh, the R-rated Mighty Ducks uh, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a Broadway play. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, if you want us to continue doing it, you can uh, help out in that way. We'll send you some stickers and possibly some other stuff when we get it. Um, go to thequacktech.com. You can go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us your thoughts on this Mighty Ducks trailer, for lack of a better word. Uh, go to the shop, get the Quackalite 2, the newest design from Kevin, the Quackalite 2. It's uh, fun and funky and very 80s feel. Looks good. I would recommend it. You can um, also go and get the originals. That's where Quackalite, OG Quackalite Joyce, she got the original shirt and then was teaching, uh, I think it's her friend's kid, how to read with that shirt. So you can, I'll put that in the show notes. It's, was she, was she it's using very, the, the uh, novelized versions of the Mighty Ducks to teach? It was your original shirt that had all the names on it. No, I know, but was she using the novelized books to teach? Oh, as well? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody did get two novel for Christmas and they put it on Twitter, which I thought was a great Christmas present. <laughs> uh, I don't, I can't remember who it was, but I'll put you in the show notes too, because uh, that was really funny. And with that, remember ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Bye bye. Ain't no turning back. The quick attack is back, Jack. Oh yeah.